Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Ronald McDonaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing today? What's going down? I have got to take my car for its first MOT. I wow. have never taken a car for an MOT before. I don't really know what it entails. Am I going to get taken advantage of? Are they going to insist that I change all of my oil? What? I, I just, I'm just concerned. Um, yesterday, for the first time, I hit a car with my oh, car. No. Um, I backed into a big transit van, not a scratch on either, thank the Lord, but oh, um, it was rather... my little, I rely on my little beeps, my little reversey beeps. Uh, and uh. But if you've got your car going forwards and you just let it roll down the hill a little bit, you don't get the beeps. The car doesn't want to tell you how close you are to the, to the, to the car wow. behind it. So I a gave a transit van, van a little uh, a little, little kiss. Um, and then, uh, but, but luckily there was nothing uh, damaged. And that was and that was me just moving my car. Uh, and it's out <laughs> of MOT. It's out of uh, tax or whatever. So I've got to go and take oh, it for an MOT. Now, it's, look, it, it would have been difficult. I mean, I guess if I'd have crashed there and done some damage, I, my, my insurance, I would have been in trouble because I wasn't technically insured, am I? I don't really know how uh, it all works. Uh, no, you, yeah, your insurance is separate. I'm not coming oh. to talk car insurance, although a good friend I'm of mine... I'm sorry, rel- Chris, it's all very relative. new to me, mate, and you know what you're talking about. Well, I'll give you some <laughs> advice. My rel- a relative of mine um, crashed their car once. It was kind of their mm. fault. They went around a, a corner and ever so slightly over the line. Um, mm. They had a collision, and it turns out they thought they were insured. They thought the insurance had just rolled over like it normally does. But for some yeah. reason, that year, the insurance hadn't rolled over. And after 20 years, they're still paying it off in monthly installments oh, so please make sure you're insured fucking fuck but i've just, i've actually just got my car done as well it's not in mm. in japan it's called a shaken and it costs shaken. usually like a thousand dollars to do it they take yeah. the car they do lots of things to it you have to do it every two years but it's like substantially bigger and more expensive than the uk like a, in right. the uk it costs like 50 quid to get mm. your car checked i think Mm. Uh, do you know how much it costs? I haven't done it in like a I think decade. It's about, I, think, I think they're not allowed to charge over 50 quid, but I think, I, I think yeah, I'm yeah. getting one for 35 or it's, something like that. It's really expensive in Japan, and the reason they do right. that is as the cars get older, um, luckily my car's still quite young. Um, I was making it sound like a child. Quite young. <laughs> my my, my, my <laughs> child, skin. my Honda Fit, <laughs> is uh, is still quite youthful in its complexion. It's, it's young. So the taxes are low. And the shacking is cheap, but as your car gets older, it, the the shacking can get like really pricey. Like my old right. car, the first one I ever had, this crappy 
Toyota Starlet that was well over a decade old. That was like two yeah. or three times the cost. And they do that because in Japan, obviously a big part of the economy is cars. cars. Lots of cars. Uh, and they like people just getting new cars. New cars. So right. they like people getting rid of the old ones. They get shipped off somewhere. And they like to get people buying new ones. So it's very clever. But also bloody expensive and annoying. <laughs> Yeah, so I yeah. I saw a really cool article this week. By the way, I, I say cool, it's it's not cool, it's awful. But right. I did a little post. Right, we it's kind of like our four year anniversary of the mm. Born Japan podcast this week. Yeah, applause. Put some uh, put some applause sound effects in there. Make it sound better than what we just did. But uh, <laughs> I uh, there, you there, there you go. What's that? Beautiful. Beautiful. It sounds like a car crash. What the fuck was yeah, that? I don't, know, I don't know how to turn it off. This is awful. This is this is what happened to your car yesterday. I uh, <laughs> I did a post right. Stop having fun with sound effects. Get out. You're fired. I uh, did a post right. I was like, yeah, four year anniversary on all the social media, and loads of comments were like, you have a podcast. You have a podcast. Yeah. Apparently, we don't promote it enough because we don't do it on YouTube. But anyway, it's, I was it's like, hard, well, though, isn't it? People, that's what's good about our podcast. They want everything in vision. They want everything in vision. <laughs> Our podcast is like Fight Club, isn't it? You don't talk yeah. about the Abroad Japan podcast. That's the first rule. And yeah. as as it so happens, a new story came up about Fight Club yesterday. Uh, have you heard One, in China, yeah, right? Wonderful, they've released wonderful Fight Club place. and they've they've adapted the ending uh, where basically the, the, the perpetrators... I don't want to spoil Fight Club, but some shit goes down yeah. and so, as a big dramatic event happens. And just before the event happens in the China adaption, some text comes on screen saying, the protagonist was captured by the, by the relevant authorities and he went on to learn the error of his ways. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How can oh, you do that? And I, and I heard that story and I read into it a bit. That's not even the best bit. Oh, God. But also at the end, it says that um, Tyler Durden, the alter... Tyler Durden... I can't. If you've never seen Fight Club, well worth a watch. It's one of those kind of like films that every lad uh, around eighteen, around about the year two thousand, was fucking obsessed with. I went to the cinema to see it three times. Amazing I am film. exactly that sort of person. You Chuck Palahniuk kind of dickhead. Um, but um, the uh, yeah, they basically said it's really hard to explain this without. If you've never seen Fight Club and you want to watch Just Fight Club, the Brad Pitt turn, off for, turn off for 20 minutes, right? 20 minutes, Don't sorry. Turn off for 20 seconds. <laughs> turn off for 20 seconds and then, and then skip forward. Um, Tyler Durden, who is, of course, the alter ego, non-existing, uh, you know, alter ego of the, the main character, Ed Norton's character, um, they basically said at the end of the Chinese version that Tyler Durden went to psychotherapy and got better. Oh, my God. Like was, He's not even real. To, what the fuck? Went to, like, saw a psychiatrist and got better. I was like, did you watch any of the preceded, like, oh fucking God. film? Good God. I can't wait uh, to... To see them go through all of David Finch's films. What's Seven going to be? What's going to Brad Ugh. Pitt? What's in the box? Oh, it's the teachings of President Xi Jinping on Can you China imagine thought. what they'll do to, like, Tenet or something? Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, 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 I, I hate seeing artistic values desecrated. Yeah. I do, you know, I don't, I don't really... I don't think anyone's going to watch Fight Club and then actually try and do it in real life I'm sure somebody has tried to do it though to be fair but is that the best course of action and a lot of people I read in China have actually seen Fight Club just on bootleg movie copies right you can still get hold of these films it's just not like broadcasted on TV and whatnot. but 
there you go. That's 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 both unfortunate <laughs> and pretty funny. I'm actually going to watch Fight Club tonight. I've decided now. I'm going to watch. I'm, yeah. I'm, I want to watch a film in the bath. I've had a long week editing a yeah. Ken Watanabe documentary, and now I want to relax. Mm. Going to sit in, in the, the bath, bath and watch Fight Club. The way it was meant to be watched. The way it was. The way it was meant to be experienced. The problem it reminds is, me Chris, of. You're going to be looking reminds at me of, uh, Jared Lee, or you're going to be looking at uh, yeah. uh, Brad Pitt with the tops off having a fight, and you're going to uh, look down at your own belly that's popping out like an island in the bath, and you're going to you? feel sad about things. <laughs> I'd be the same. <laughs> I've got a big old belly. I I'm not saying you've been... got a big old belly, but I say I've got a big old belly, and it pops out, it pops out the top like an island. Oh, I've been going to the gym recently, and uh, the tables have turned. I'm going to be the yeah, fit one soon, exactly. and you'll be the chubby one for the first time in four years of doing this. I'll be the handsome yeah. one, the fit one, good. with a good stomach. Uh, we got a story this week uh, from Jess from PA, which is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, dear Chris and Pete, hello there. This is Jess from uh, Pittsburgh. My husband and I have holidayed in Japan several times. Our second trip to Japan was a combined 21-day trip through Japan and South Korea, where I was actually born. I was hoping to avoid the fiasco of another plane for a simple hour-long flight to Korea, so I decided we should take the high-speed ferry from Fukuoka to Busan. I've always wanted to take that ferry. It's pretty cool. Mm. It's, it's like it's pretty small distance between Korea and Japan, right? Have you have you ever oh, done it? I, I know you've been I've, in that I, I, I uh, planned on doing it. I planned on uh, travelling down by trade to Busan and then getting across. Uh, but um, in the end, we just flew and just had a weekend of Fukuoka. Crazy Cracking. stuff. Cracking. Got drunk instead. Uh, yeah. The story continues. We had not been to Fukuoka and had only heard of it via some random travel blogs. Uh, I booked a tiny room that was about a one kilometre walk to the port area. At 10pm, we ambled back to our hotel, still a bit buzzed from drinking. Uh, our hotel was located on a quiet, dark street, so we tried not to be loud, drunken foreigners. As we approached, we noticed a wooden dining chair set out in the street. Hanging off of the chair were doll babies and stuffed animals dressed in tea party wear. It had the vibe of some creepy old lady's house out of a Dickens novel. Good God. We laughed and decided to take some photos. After my husband snapped the last photo, we heard a person yelling. We looked up to see a big, brightly lit window, and inside of it was a woman standing behind the counter and three people sitting around it. We realised it was... <laughs> what? We realised it was a tiny bar. The chair of oddities must have been the signage for it. Just then, one of the men jumped off of his stool, ran towards the door, yelling... Uh, all the way, we were like, oh shit, let's get out of here. However, before we could move, he burst through the door yelling, are you American? I speak English. By this time, <laughs> everyone else was yelling and chasing after him, but he would not be deterred, still barreling towards us, yelling. Uh, then the man screamed, another man screamed, oh sorry, the mama Sam, the owner, screamed, leave them alone, and jumped on top of his back. What the bloody hell's going on here? This finally got him to stop, and we all started laughing, except for the yelling man who still insisted that he spoke really good English, and that we should join them for some drinks. Uh, my husband was not so sure, seeing as how we were leaving the next day. Um, so we, But anyway, we joined them. We got to eat fish that the other salary man had caught that day. We told him uh, that we had lots of... Uh, <laughs> we told him that he had the good looks of an actor, to which the owner declared that he was nothing, and we should see her sons. What is this bar? This is ridiculous. <laughs> she took out her phone, showed us photos of her sons, and they were, admittedly, rather good looking. The other person at the bar was a young woman who told me she was a Lolita, Lolita girl. 
She then disappeared Ooh. for 15 minutes and reappeared in full costume. Jesus Christ. At the end of the night, we asked for our bill, and she told us to give her just 3,000 yen, about $30, which was a steal for such a great night out. Fukuoka is now one of our favourite places, and we've decided to explore uh, lots of Kyushu Island the next time we go back to Japan. Best regards, guys. Jess from Pittsburgh. That is just sounds like the most trippy, maniacal bar. I've ever heard. I'm not surprised it's in Fukuoka, where people yeah. tend to be pretty like eccentric and crazy. What are your yeah. thoughts, Pete? Best bar ever, or something out of a horror show? A lot of fun. One of my, as I, say, I always measure Fukuoka as one of the best cities in Japan, and that looks like a lot of fun. Having a bit of fish that a salary man caught the other day. I mean, do, do you trust a man to just? You might get mercury poisoning. You, you don't know where it's come from. It might be a bad fish. Give a salary man a fishing rod. And he'll, yeah, he'll get uh, he'll exactly. get some trout to take back to a wacky bar. <laughs> I just can't. The image of this woman, the the Mama Sam, like jumping on the back of this man who's just shouting. Yeah. It sounds like absolute fucking chaos. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to a bar that has been quite as dramatic or as insane as that. The only the the craziest mm. one I've been to is of course the Frog Bar, Kagaya yes. Bar in Tokyo, with the guy who dresses up. Like a frog and does awful things to the customers, <laughs> but that's kind of stage. That's kind of performance art. Although I yeah. use I use the phrase performance art somewhat lightly. Uh, this just sounds like absolute untrammeled chaos, and uh, I need to go and find this place. <laughs> going to try and track this place down. If you know where it is, uh, Jess, let me know. I'm going to go make a video. <laughs> this is a wacky weekend video in the making. What have we got yeah. though this week in the news in the world of news, Pete? What's going on? What have you got for it's us? It's another banger. Um, <laughs> there's a man. He's 70 years old. His name is Kazuhara Okamoto, and he is in uh, Aichi uh, Prefecture. Where's Aichi uh, Prefecture? Nagoya, Chris? basically. Nagoya. Nagoya. Um, I've got a cool game that we should play. Uh, get pictures. There was a picture of um, oh uh, the lead singer of Queen. Um, Freddie Mercury. Uh, Freddie Mercury. He's standing in front of a Japanese castle, and I thought, is that Himeji huh. Castle? Where's he? Where's he standing? Like archive pictures of, of rock stars mm. standing in front of um, lesser-known Japanese uh, landmarks, and he was actually stood in front of Nagoya Castle, and I huh. was like, that would be really cool. Like, g- give someone a picture, and they've got to figure out or speculate as to which particular landmark that is in Japan because every band mm. around about that time toured around extensively and they've all got these kind of like you know they're all you know it's iconic yeah, yeah, yeah. people with, icon- with iconic looks Freddie Mercury uh, standing in front of, uh, of Nagoya Castle I was like I wonder what castle that is and I looked into it found out what it was using reverse image searches and all kinds of AI based nonsense um, and uh, yeah it's a fun little game fun little Re-enact game all play. anyway I'll stick it on Twitter or something, maybe. Anyway, uh, this guy, Kazuhara Okamoto, 70 years young. Uh, He is Mm. the president of a transportation company. He's currently uh, recovering from facial injuries uh, while also facing charges of reckless driving and assault after fighting 10 bikers. (laughs) 10 bikers? (laughs) Bloody hell. January the 4th, he was driving in uh, Handa City behind a pack of 10 touring motorcycle men. Um, According to police, he became enraged from being behind the pack and he gradually decided to drive closer and closer to uh, the rear of the pack of bikes. 
This upset uh, the, the bikers, naturally, because it's dangerous, uh, who confronted Kazuhara about his tailgating. Um, we're not really sure how things escalated, but one thing led to another, and a 70-year-old man had a fight, a fist fight, with... <laughs> with, with oh my God. Uh, 10 motorcycle guys. Um, four men in the group, all of whom are said to be in their 40s and 50s, uh, were arrested for breaking bones in Okamoto's face from punching him. But they all claim that he swung first. Um, and then a few days later, the police took the 70-year-old man into custody for, for assault because uh, uh, at the time... Uh, he was. He was. He just. He just punched someone in in the head, basically. Uh, so this guy, um, reviewing the footage on Okamoto's dash cam, uh, basically charged him with obstructive driving, and also, we don't actually know what happened in the fight, but it just sounds very much like a lone senior citizen who was seventy years old took on ten people. <laughs> At the same time, which sounds like a video game you might play on my arcade machine. <laughs> um, a 70-year-old man just wanting to fight, scrap, scrap everyone. Um, Retired and, action uh, hero. Bloody yeah, hell. Yeah, like, it, it's incredible. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just weird that a man who's 70 years young uh, decided to take on an entire pack of bikers. It's, it's, it's not recommended at any I age, mean, one would say. I I, you know, these motorcycle groups, it's important to point out, it's not like like a gang, like, not like a motorcycle gang. So just 10 people who enjoy their sort of well, weekend riding. They've got their little bikies, haven't they? They've got their leathers. That's a bike <laughs> gang for me. I, but they're, 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 hard. they're nice people. I, I've got a few friends that just get out on their motorbikes. It's not like a bicycle gang. And to be <laughs> fair, though it is impressive, I guess, that the 70-year-old man took on like an army of motorcyclists, he still mm. did tailgate them, which I find to be... The most annoying thing as a driver. Oh yeah, it sounds like he very more. much was the aggressor in all of this. He was an angry seventy-year-old man. <laughs> I, I mean, I get angry like when people tailgate me. I've, I've got a friend who like slams the brakes whenever someone tailgates him, and it's not fun sitting in the car with him because no. he have a heart attack when Good he does it. But God. like, it, it's I, I kind of get it. But uh, is that's that's the story of the week? Is it Japanese yeah. Mad Max? Japanese man, man just kicking off, fighting bikers. It's, I mean, it makes pe- you feel alive, doesn't it? People here in their seventies are still like pretty youthful. Like we had a story yeah. about a year ago about a seventy-year-old man who owned a uh, an orchard in Almory, mm. and a bear turned up and started harassing him <laughs> and eating his apples, and he punched the bear in the face, to which the bear bad, eh? ran away. Uh, so. <laughs> Don't yeah, if don't don't get into a fight with anyone in Japan. That's rule number one, and it probably won't happen. Yep. But don't especially get into a fight with someone who's seventy years old because they're ruthless. They'll take on a they can take on a bear. They can take on a motorbike <laughs> motorbike crew. Yeah. Don't don't do it. Be careful, especially in Nagoya. It's a rough place yeah. of, of of rough place indeed. I mean, I still you know what I still haven't seen after ten years. I've still not ever seen a physical altercation. I've never seen anything like violent here, which yeah. I find extremely encouraging. It's so rare, isn't it? Well, when I go back to the UK, I see something every ten minutes, like something yeah. going on, someone being threatened. <laughs> uh, it's nice. It's my favourite thing about Japan, to be honest. Like yeah. people are not the, the closest I've come. I I was in Shinjuku walking in the in the rain with an umbrella, and a guy was sort of walking past me and my umbrella hit his umbrella rather violently it wasn't like intentional uh, mm. but they hit 
And he turned around and he said, what are you fucking doing with your umbrella? He said something really angry. And I went, ugh, and just carried on walking. But he looked like he wanted to murder me. So be careful. Don't bang your umbrella into anyone. That's, that's the one situation. Don't bang your umbrella into people. And then you kissed. <laughs> and then you... And mi- you in the rain. Just, it, just sounds, it just sounds like a quite... Sounds like the start of some kind of romantic comedy, Chris. <laughs> you went to a love hotel and kissed. <laughs> we all lived happily ever after. Yeah. We'll be back with the fax machine and your stories and questions, guys, in just a moment. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? Oh, fax machine, what have you seen? We got an email from Syed. Uh, Hi, Creator Chris and Podcasting Pete's. I'm from Singapore. Is it rude to refer to an elderly with grandma or grandpa in Japan? And what other uh, smaller forms of etiquette foreigners like myself could keep note of uh, when conversing with people again in the future? Have a great one. Stay safe. Thank you for reading. Syed. Um, Grandma, grandpa, is is, is that rude in Japan? I mean, Orjistan is often used to refer to like an older person. I guess it kind yeah. of means uncle because there's Orjistan and Orjisan. Mm, but like yeah. you, you know, you'd say like Orjisan means like older person. So I guess yeah. in that regard, uh, you would do it. Yeah, you'd do it. I you tend to do it more for like guys than you tend to do it more for like grandfather, uncle than right. grandmother. Yeah. But uh, yeah, be for me personally though, I wouldn't wouldn't really use it um, mm. the the trick in Japan is to try and use the person's name or to not use the subject at all right you mm. know um, so that's that's the trick really just either yeah. say the name of the person or just try and ignore the subject entirely the actual like, he okay. her him whatever 
Um, yeah. It's one of, the, one of the benefits of Japanese, right? That the sentences are just so simple. Mm. You know, you don't say like, like, will you go? You just say like, ikuru. And that can be mm. like, are you going? Will you go? I love it. It's simple, but it's also bloody confusing. If you don't pay attention to the conversation, <laughs> you're in a group, it can get chaotic very yeah. fast indeed. Uh, mm. We've got one here from Jake from California. It says, salutations, Crete and Piss. What's going on with these? What's going on? While in the West, the pastime of sharing jokes around a meal or campfire is common. I can't say that I've ever heard a Japanese joke. What's the funniest Japanese joke that you've ever heard? Uh, With care, Jake from California. I mean, I don't know, actually. What is the funniest joke? Have you got any ideas, Pete? Got any examples? Mm, no, I, I really haven't. I'm looking, at jokes, either. I'm looking at jokes for us online. Uh, jokes for us. Yeah. No, it's just. Uh, I mean, it's just very much that they're just all racist, aren't they? Really? <laughs> they're just. I've gone to the racist page. You see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've, yeah. I'm looking up some as well, and uh, mm. they're they're a little bit dodgy. There's some puns, <laughs> but no, not really. Like do it's like more like word. They play. do like dad jokes and uh, puns, don't they? Really? Yeah. They do love a good pun. I'm trying to think mm. of what, what's this pun. Uh, yeah. I like skiing. Ski gar ski. I like skiing. Yeah. There's nothing funny about that. Um, except they just sound the same. Yeah, no. The answer's no. We have mm. nothing. Honestly, that's... It's just... No. No. Yeah. I mean, Most the... Japanese comedy is like situation-based when it's people like yeah. breaking stereotypes. Like the wise man who's being a bit of a buffoon or something like that. <laughs> Like <laughs> Japanese comedy, I've I've not cracked it. I just don't understand it. Do mm. you? Do you get it? The what do you know? The I'm I'm looking at one here. Japan falls into the sea and makes a splash. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Japan, uh, Japan is like the onomatopoeic <laughs> sploosh. So Japan falls into the sea. And Japan oh. makes a splash. It's it's it's. Uh, this is awful. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it, unless this you're really across the Japanese language, it's, it's it's very difficult. Oh, did you see that somebody um, speaking of uh, not really jokes, but more of a mm. more of a lovely dream? Um, Ikutree <laughs> on Twitter uh, having the weirdest dreams at the moment. Last night, I dreamt that Pete Donaldson died in a skiing accident because he skied oh and drank. Took one too many swigs from the bottle and disappeared under layers of snow. Chris was very upset, tried to frantically dig him out. 41% uh, on Dream Tomatoes. Ski gar ski. I mean, people often send me their dreams and they're very, mm. like, vivid and unpleasant like that. And Is it a premonition? Dream stories, they're always a little bit boring, aren't they? Unless they're they short are and sweet like that one. Yeah. A good friend of mine always tells me his dreams <laughs> and uh, it's like... I dreamt we went to a bar in Tokyo and we had a yeah. whiskey. And I'm like, that's that's probably just a memory, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's just fine, rubbish. Really. Where's the excitement? Where's the? Yeah. I want some exciting dreams. If you've had an exciting dream about Pete or I, let us know. Let us know in the comments. We've got one last <laughs> question here from Laura, who says, Hey there, guys. My name's Laura, and I'm currently working in a COVID ward here in Brazil. Keep up the good work, Laura. You're doing great work. Um, I hope it's not been too crazy these Good last God. few months. Every, I was planning to go to Japan this year, this year as a celebration for my 30th birthday, but now I'm not so certain that will be possible. I've got a question for you, though. How does healthcare work in Japan? Does it have free universal healthcare like the UK and Brazil? Take care of yourselves, guys. Uh, Laura. Um, healthcare in Japan, it's 
kind of like paid for by your employer or if you don't have an employer you just you pay a certain amount every month from your earnings um basically like health insurance i guess and mm. then when you have a problem uh, if you go to the doctor i think 75 percent of it's covered by those insurance payments right mm. um so it's kind of like the uk maybe not as favorable as the uk but then maybe it is because we have national insurance don't we in the uk so yeah, I guess there is sort of universal healthcare in Japan. Uh, yeah, you, you you will have to pay a bit, but luckily the insurance covers most of it and takes care of the horrible stuff. So mm. yeah, it's kind of encouraging. Generally, the healthcare is is pretty good, and the hospitals and the doctors, the hospitals are really nice, and the staff are always really good as well. Mm. Unless you go to a dodgy clinic, like I did, when you have health problems, and I went and had an endoscopy in a place that was clearly not very good at doing endoscopies and I think I talked about it it was awful (laughs) that 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 clinic has since shut down I wonder why they did like an endoscopy on me like a broom cupboard and then they were so incompetent (laughs) they forgot to uh, put (laughs) paper in the printer and so half the photos they took weren't printed out and it wasn't like saved anywhere it was like shot and printed off in real time I remember mm. he pulled it out of my mouth, this cable, this, cable, this camera, while I was fully awake. Mm. And his face just dropped when he realised the printer was out of paper. And that he was like, he sort of looked at me as though I'd have to do it again. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I'll take no, my chances. Not I think it. I talked about it at length in a video called uh, 12 Reasons Not to Move to Japan. So go and check that out. I talked about the excruciating misery I went through. In oh, that video, Chris. never again, hopefully. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to a Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back, guys. Do it all over again, all over again in the week. <laughs> Can't talk. I'm st- yeah. just traumatised by the endoscopy. Sorry, mate. We'll be back to do it all over again later in the week. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have a great few days. We'll see you right back here on the Broad Japan podcast later. Not in the week. Not now. Later. In the week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> just say More bye. coffee. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.